This week on the podcast, it's our first one of 2021, and Carrie and I are talking about Disney's Hollywood Studios. Some of the attractions there, are they really overrated or are they underrated? Or maybe they're rated just right. (laughs) Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember, and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Happy New Year, Carrie. Happy New Year. This is our first episode of 2021. Yep. Feels weird to say that, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) 2021 it didn't honestly didn't feel like much of a a new year rollover to me this year I don't know about you did you do anything fun on New Year's Eve I binge watched um the Queen's Gambit on Netflix oh on New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day I binge watched Cobra Kai (laughs) so I binge watched a lot so I've I've you know we were we were chatting before about what like if there's any Disney news to chat about and and I've been kind of zoned out the last couple of days. I've been really chilling watching Netflix yeah. and I've uh haven't been paying too much attention to my phone and social media. I've been puzzling watching TV. <laughs> me too. Like I think it took me that long like when work was when when I was done work, because I I'm my office is closed over the holidays. Like the first couple of days, I was like cleaning the house and and like trying to get things knocked off my list. And then it was Christmas, and then it was kind of Christmas cleanup. It took me like a while to like get into the zone where wait, I wait, felt wait. I Chris- could chill out. Christmas cleanup because you had so many decorations. <laughs> oh, I had to, I had to put away my Christmas trees. <laughs> Your two little Christmas trees. <laughs> no, more so like I've been trying to. I was trying to get stuff off my to do list, right? So right. I had a little list, and I was, and I was working through it, and and I found it took until like it took a week or so before I I really felt I wanted to just chill it because I always have the expectation to get stuff done right I've got the time mm-hmm. off work I need to make the most of it so so um it took a while but I finally right. got into that groove and the binge watching commenced finally <laughs> now Good I'm in now you. I'm like holy snap I've been I've been binge watching for days and I'm trying to kick my butt in gear to to do to, stuff yeah to get back into that to-do list well, because really, that's what happens. This is the week of everything's kind of back to normal. And, you know, after the holidays, I always find that week between Christmas and New Year, and I've seen so many people say the same thing, that week between Christmas and New Year, you don't know what day it is, you don't know what's going on, are you going back to work, or are you not? Like, you have no idea what's going on. That that whole week between Christmas and New Year. Yep. That's yeah. Much it. Yeah. Yeah, I did the same New Year's Eve. Uh, I don't think, what did I, I was puzzling. I was puzzling. Um, I've become a puzzler now. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I was staying at my sister's house. And uh, yeah, so I was doing puzzles. She has a ton of puzzles. And I watched the New Year's countdown with Andy Cohen and um, Anderson Cooper. And I just love Anderson Cooper. I think he's so cute. And 
they were doing shots. And I'm telling you, it was the funniest thing where uh, they were interviewing Snoop Dogg and Anderson Cooper had a giggle fit. (laughs) And, you know, like it wasn't even really funny. Like what they were talking about was not funny, but he got into such a giggle fit and he couldn't stop laughing that he started coughing. And then Andy Cohen was yelling at him because he was coughing in his ear (laughs) through the mic. It was, you know what? It just, it made me laugh. It was the first giggle I had in 2021 and it was fun. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was my excitement. And then of course, on New Year's Day, I binge watched Cobra Kai. I love it. I've turned you into a crafting binge watching puzzler. What have you done to me? (laughs) Well, it's funny because we, we started watching my sister and I, she's right into it too. And I think we were on episode seven and there were 10 in the, in the season and it end, you know, episode seven ended and she's like, oh, no, how many more of these are there? Like, are we almost at the end? It can't almost be over. And I'm like, we've been sitting here watching this for hours. It's almost over. It was so good. It was so good. If you haven't, you know, for everyone listening, if you have not had a chance and you were a fan of the 80s and, you know, even even just like the Karate Kid, the 80s itself, like it it's just it, the soundtrack the the music and everything in it it's so much fun and they've really yeah. done a great job of the characters and it's fun they've made like it is such it is so meant for the fans like those guys that that put this together are the oh, biggest yeah. fans and and i think that's that's their priority is making something that they think is totally rad and awesome and and it makes sense and it's great and it's just the best. It really is. Like I giggle like I giggle so much at all the throwbacks and all and like Yeah. Yeah, me too. So we we had a good giggle. So that's yeah. So that was our New Year's. <laughs> that was Sounds so perfect, exciting. really. Puzzling and, and <laughs> Daniel LaRusso. Da- and Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was the new year. So we're happy to be in 2021 and looking forward to all sorts of great stuff this year. I can't wait. Hoping to get to Disney soon and it'll all be it'll all be good. Um, But so I did spend a little bit of time scrolling TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of those things. And one of the guys I follow who he's a bit crass, um, I don't know a better way to say it, but he's also very, um, he's like my kind of motivation. He's a, he's a rough around the edges, Tony Robbins kind of guy about business. His name's Gary Vaynerchuk. And um, I always, you know, I send you stuff. I'm like, Gary V posted this, Gary V posted that. Anyway, so he has this little thing that he's doing with with his guys where they throw things at him and say, is it overrated or underrated? So stupid things like, you know, for example, like a Fruit Loops, are they overrated or underrated? Or a TV show or a brand or, you know, even an athlete. And he talks about why he thinks they're overrated or underrated. So I said to you, that would be kind of fun to do a Disney edition of what's overrated or underrated, especially especially attractions and stuff, right? Like, so for people that go every couple of years or things like that, and they're hearing all this hype online about different things, is it really something that should be the top of your to-do list or is it worth the hype that they're talking about? So we thought, cool. it, yeah, I thought it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so inspired by Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary um, V. Gary v. 
He's so much fun. If you guys haven't checked him out, he's on all the social platforms. And uh, but and just he's got a great, and his story is awesome, like where he came from and how he built his business. And oh, he's incredible. He's like huge. Like he like I can't even. I don't even know how to explain what he is or what he does or what he's accomplished. But he's good. But he is also um, his language is not for little ears. So <laughs> if you're going to listen to him, make sure there are no little ears in earshot. Okay, so cats cover your ears. Cats. (laughs) So we thought we would do Hollywood Studios since it seems to be all of the rage right now. And I I can't even tell you, like every day on Facebook and Instagram, somebody's posting about getting a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance and things like that. So we just figured we'd start with Hollywood Studios and do some of the attractions there. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense? Because it's the most popular... So I think we might just we may just have to start with Rise of the Resistance. And there Galaxy's is Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. How about we start with the land? Oh, start, we start with the with land. <laughs> start with the land. Well, if we start with the land, so what do you think? Is it overrated or underrated? Or is it is it is it properly rated? Like is the hype really suitable for the land? And it's it's important I'm asking you first because you're not like an over the top Star Wars fan. I think it's properly rated. This is where I'm going to struggle with this because I need, I, like, you threw this one at me and I need, I need time to stew on things before I decide but you gotta, how you gotta I feel about things. <laughs> you got to go with your gut, Carrie. And then I was, and then I'm like, well, what if it's, what if it's not over or under? Where do we, what do we say? It's, you say it's properly rated. It's, I think it's properly rated. And I, and I say that because I compare it to, to other areas like Cars Land, which I think is properly yes. rated, and I and I think see, I similar. think Cars Land is underrated. Well, I don't think so. I don't think it's underrated. I think really, yeah, because I think it's it's the it's the most popular place in California Adventure to be. Yeah, true. I just maybe I feel like it doesn't get the the props. I don't think it gets enough props for how fantastic it is. And and yes, I'm saying this about California Adventure, but I really don't think it gets enough props for how immersive that land is. So I think Star's, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is, is similar to that. Very yeah. immersive. It's really as perfect as Cars Land is, I would expect. And I, from from being in the land and seeing serious, like, Star Wars fans like lose their <laughs> mind, go bananas over it. Like I'm assuming that it is exactly that. If you were all in mm-hmm. Star Wars since you were a little kid, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think for for Star Wars fans, it's properly rated. I think for uh, non Star Wars people, it's a little underrated. Mm-hmm. Like I think I don't think people recognize or can appreciate until they've seen it how big and how immersive it is. It's kind of, it's almost like Avatar and Pandora in Animal Kingdom, right? Like, I'm not a fan of that movie. I don't like the movie. But that land, there's no debating how beautiful that land is. But I wonder, but but yeah, we can't look at it from that perspective from Star Wars because we're fans. So, like, I would think that the people that know nothing that are, they've, like little kids or people that have never seen Star Wars, they must walk into that land and feel the same way they feel 
as when they lay eyes on Pandora. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, so now you've got to talk about inside that land. Mm-hmm. So rise of the resistance. Oh, I thought you were going to ask about the blue milk and the... And the <laughs> Ugh, the, yeah. Joking. yeah, those are both overrated, in my opinion. <laughs> those milks are way overrated. Like, ugh. nobody wants to drink Skittles. Like, I don't I know I've heard lots of people go on about it. But no, thank you. That milk is way overrated, especially for the price. The only reason you drank it is because you said you, you didn't want to throw away after I'd spent the money on it. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it really was not good. I was really, I couldn't put my finger on what it tasted like. That's another thing, too. Yeah. And like, at first, I couldn't decide what the flavor was or what the heck it tasted like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no, thank sure you. I'm pretty sure it's like Skittles. Yeah, it was kind of gross. It was kind of gross. And I'm not a fan of milk to begin with, so bleh. Well, I don't think there's any awful. milk in it, but I think yeah, it's... Yeah, probably. <laughs> Okay, so Rise oh, of the Resistance, Carrie. You you got a chance to do it in January. So, oh my gosh, can you believe that was a year ago? Um, you got a chance to do it. Rise of the Resistance. I'm is really it good at this game? <laughs> Come on, is it overrated or underrated or properly rated? It's for properly all- rated. It's like I'm going to say that for everything in Galaxy said. <laughs> Maybe not. I might throw you for a loop for the you next might, one. Oh, really? It's, I can't, like, I can't say that it's underrated, and it's definitely not overrated. Like, so I think, yeah, the hype is, is well, the hype, because there is so much hype. Because there is so much hype about Rise of the Resistance, I say it's properly rated. Because, because I, it it's that good. And there's, it's so different. It's like, it's something that we've never experience before the way that the ride is so yeah right yeah i did i did a post the other day on facebook about it and somebody commented and said i don't get it is it a show or a ride and and my answer was it's both like it's it's an experience it's not just a ride it's not just a show it's it's everything rolled into one you walk into a star wars movie and you come out of a Star Wars movie. Like that entire time you're in there, you're in a movie. And that's that's just that's just what it is. So yeah, I think it's I think the hype is not blown out of proportion at all. I agree. Okay, so then this so this is where you're going to throw me for a loop, right? <laughs> it's the Falcon. You're going to say something about the Falcon. Are you just so the Falcon overrated or underrated? Ah. <sighs> Why do I have? Why, why am I the one that has the answer first? I'll go first. I I'm more than happy to say I think the Falcon is underrated, a hundred percent underrated. As soon as Rise of the Resistance opened, it's like the Falcon was forgot about. There's no, <laughs> there's no hype about it. It's like everybody forgot about it. But like at the at the end of the day, you are a Star Wars fan who grew up in the 70s, who saw Han Solo fly that Falcon, and you get to step inside the Falcon and fly it. Yeah, it's perfectly, it, it, it's, it's underrated. It's a perfect Pe- ride. It is, it is underrated, but like, from what you had said, you're right. Like, it's, it's sort of like everyone goes into Galaxy's Edge now and run, like, is so worried about Rise, and then they kind of look over there and they're like, oh yeah, that's the Falcon. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, I think, you know, so I love Rise of the Resistance. I think it's so incredible and overwhelming and all of that. But if I could go to Star Wars, if I could go to Star Wars land today and only ride one, I would go to the Falcon. Right. Because I think the ride is, I think the ride is, is, is perfect for me because, you know, that middle, you know, <laughs> of the middle, mid, mid range fan and, and, um, I think like it may, I don't like like it makes me feel yucky so I'm not going to I'm not going to run to it but but I think it is perfect like the way you when you walk in the lane and you see that falcon just sitting there picture perfect just waiting and you go in and the experience and you know being <gasps> in the ride is is awesome but yeah I think it has I I watched a video like uh, a YouTube video where I think it was I'm trying to think if it was Christmas I don't know if it was Christmas Day or like right around the holidays and because they have the or maybe it was over the holidays and I guess because you can pick your boarding pass from outside the park now. Yes. Like you can go in you can go into the park at opening and you can walk right on to the Falcon because everyone's worried about yeah. Getting that boarding pass. And then it's, you know, kind of far back in the park, too. So it's a hike. So, you know, you get in the park and it's your priority to get back there. Like you're walking around Galaxy's Edge and there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people there. And you can you can easily ride the Falcon because Jeez. it's not everybody running there to, you know, <laughs> wait yeah. for their boarding pass, like to get their boarding pass or whatever. Like it's just different. And I thought that was really weird to like... Yeah. That ride's and, fairly new. It should still be a top priority for everybody. But I think a lot of the locals, too, are getting their boarding passes from home. Like, they're just, you know, getting up in the morning, having their breakfast, getting their boarding pass for the afternoon, and they're not coming to the park first thing in the morning. And if you don't get a boarding pass, then, and that's your main reason to go to the park, you just change your plans? Like yeah, I with guess. The, with the, the um, park passes, it might not be as easy, but generally the park passes that are sold out, Mm-hmm. booked up our Hollywood studios anyways, right? Exactly. So and now that park hopping's back, mm-hmm. you know, people could do that too. Yeah. Okay, so I think, we, I think we've so covered we think Star Wars Land. the land is land. perfect. Yeah, it really is. But you really need to ride that Falcon. You need to, to, to be and experience what it's like to, to just be in there, to, to see the table, to, to walk those halls that, you know, you saw Han and Chewie you know walking up and down. That, like what would make that perfect? That ride extra perfect would be Harrison Ford like sitting beside me. Of, holograms of Harrison Ford and Chewbacca. Oh my god! I would probably I would pass out. I you would know, like pass out. The- <laughs> I would pass out. Like you know, how, yeah, how Ray is in Rise of the Resistance, the hologram of her. Oh so my when gosh! You're in, when you're in the ride and there's empty and there's empty seats, all of a sudden. Han Solo. The, the holograms fill the spots. That would like... be, can you imagine? I would faint. And then and then he just turns and says, hello, Francine, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> because your magic band, you bring your magic band. He knows it's me. <laughs> that would be great. That's how to plus up that ride. That's definitely how you plus that ride. Yeah. That but it is more fantastic. of a traditional ride compared traditional compared to what you uh, get. With yeah, oh, for sure, so, for sure. It's it's definitely um, more of a, a traditional attraction that Disney has than Rise of the Resistance. And if you don't go to the theme parks every single day or or often, then your priority is always the things that are the most 
popular. Yes, like what everybody the most else coveted. Wants to do, so. so this so. is why we're doing this episode to tell you if there's stuff that just isn't worth the hype, right? Okay, yeah, right. I, got it. I don't know if we have anything. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. So let's. Why don't we move over to the other immersive land that's there, which is Toy Story Land. The land itself. Do you think it's overrated, underrated, or just perfect? Overrated. Yeah, I do too. Why? See, we talk about being different, but sometimes with these things, I think we're the same. I think the land itself is overrated. Yeah. Be- because I think they could have done so much more with it, and it's not big enough for what they wanted to do. Yeah. That's m- my opinion. Like, I, I think... You know, like, I love the details. I love, you know, the shoe prints in the ground and all that. But it just, it's so compact that I feel like you don't, you don't get a chance to appreciate all those details because it's usually, doesn't matter when you're there, because it's so small, like, you're kind of on top of each other in there. You go in for the attractions and you leave. Like, you're not going to... Hang out. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like a land. It feels like a breeze through with a couple of attractions (laughs) yeah like even woody's lunchbox it's the food i love the food there but there's just there's not enough seating in there there's not enough places to to grab something and eat in there they could have done so much more with that but yeah but okay so we think the land itself is overrated but then let's talk about some of the attractions so what about slinky dog um, I think Slinky Dog is just, is, is probably just right. Like, you I think don't so? think that it's overrated. I don't think it's underrated. I think, I think it's, people are running to it, but I think it's because it's something that's for the whole family. I think it's a good and appropriate mm. thing to have in the theme park. So I think it deserves to be as busy as it should be because right. it's kind of a midline it's kind of like an in-betweener for like the like the whole family can can ride on it yes yeah so i think and it's I, fun i think it's a bit overrated and you know what it's funny because i love it i love it but for the hype and the we've got to get slinky dog dash and we have to be there and and the two and two and a half hour lineups that that were there for it I, I think it's a bit overrated for that. I think it's overrated when you think of it from our perspective, but not if you think of it from a kid's like, perspective. From a kid's perspective or a family's perspective, that there's something that's that their little one, their littler ones can go on. It's not Tower of Terror, right. it's not Rock and Roller Coaster, right? Absolutely. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not waiting in line for any. Like if anything that I would, the only thing I would really wait in line for at Hollywood Studios is. Or Toy Story Land is Midway Mania. Yeah. I'd wait in line yeah. for that all day long because I think it's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> all these years later. <laughs> well, and I think that's it. I think Slinky Dog for, um, I think Slinky Dog is absolutely, it's a fantastic attraction. It's smooth. It's fun. It's not massive. It's not ro- rock and roller coaster. It's It's perfect for the whole family. I just think that it's almost been hyped too much. Um, that, you know, because it is, it's a bit of a shorter attraction, but it's, but it's, it's smooth. I love it. But everything that's brand new is, is, is always hyped. And and it's like, however long, like how long it stays hyped, like depends on what's in the park and what else there is to do. Hollywood studios, there's a lot of things right now that are like, I think getting Mm -hmm. like 
Hollywood Studios is a whole hype park right now. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. thing is, with Galaxy's Edge, it was so impossible. You know, you had to wait in line for for the Falcon. You have to do the boarding passes f- mm-hmm. for the other the other attraction. Like it's because of that, then everything else remained like Toy Story Land for sure remained busy because if you if you didn't want to wait in line or you couldn't get a boarding pass and what's the next place you're going to run to you're going to run to toy, toy story land. land because that's that's the next and really there's some people that just are like i don't care about star wars i've had people say that to me i don't care about star yep. wars and you're like okay well wait till you see it or, <laughs> or yeah that's true so in toy story land though what about um, alien swirling saucers? Is that, do you think that's overrated, underrated, or in Carrie's land where everything's po- properly rated? Well, I think, I think, I, again, like I need, to, I, I need time to think these things through. Like I look at it this way that. How many days like, did you want to think about this? This is just like, you're not, you're not picking your future here. You're, you're weighing in on the. No, but I just may have different things to say once it stews a little bit. Like I think with, with um, Slinky Dog Dash, it goes hand in hand with the, the um, roller coaster with, with the, what's it called? Aliens no, Rolling saucers. saucers with Slinky Dog Dash. Like the land is so popular, mm-hmm. you had to do you had to do both. So you you know your priority is Slinky Dog Dash, and while you're there, you knock Aliens right. Rolling Saucers off your list, right? Like you get a fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash back in the good old days, and you waited in line for Aliens Rolling Saucers because you got to check everything off your list. Right. So I guess I'm going to say it's overrated because you you ride it because it's new and. But I think it's also used when you go to Toy Story Land, I would expect yeah. you would spend the time there and yeah, you'd be riding the other things and waiting in line while you were waiting for your fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, I I think I think it's a bit overrated because I think it's kind of like it's almost like the teacups without the spinning. Yeah. But it's, it's fun. A ride. It but but it's fun. Like it's fun. I just I think it's a bit overrated for what it is. And I think and I, you're right. It's the product of it being in that land. And I think with, with um, yeah, like if that was, like, I don't know that, like, they could pull off putting any type of ride like that. Like, when was the last time, well, Cars Land, they have ride, they have Mater's Yeah, they have Mater's Junkyard Jamboree so there. So it kind of fits, I guess, that it's. It's kind of just like Mater's Junkyard. It's exactly the It's same. exactly the same. It's just mm-hmm. you're sitting in a sw- swirling saucer instead of a. A, but they wouldn't. Would they put? Would they plop a ride like that into Fantasyland? No, like, no. You know they could. Well, no, they, they'd make it a teacup because <laughs> it's been there. It's been. It's done. Right. Like there. Yeah. So I think that ride's kind of that type of ride is is kind it of. It has tricky. a place. Yeah, it has it a place. Has a place, and maybe that's why. Like it feels. I think Toy Story because there's Toy Story lands or breezeways in other parks, and I think they tend to have rides that are. Mm-hmm. like that in there like they have like an alien in paris i think they have like an alien drop which looks like something that you see at a fair where the kids like are lifted up and they fall a little bit like it's yes but not very yeah. far <laughs> and they and their slinky dog dashes and a roller coaster it's sort of like a like a circular yeah like you sit it in and it goes around in a circle and like waves a little like there's wavy whatever to it i don't know but like those are like rides that would be in a in an Fair amusement park thing. fair yeah. yeah amusement park so yeah 
Okay, so then the last one that we have to talk about in there is Toy Story Midway Mania. And I think we're probably both going to say the same thing about this one. And you don't need days to think about it. It's underrated because of the (laughs) because of the land that that it moved into. Because everybody's like, I go to Slinky Dog Dash. And then Toy Story Land or Toy Story Mania is like, Yoohoo! I've got I've got (laughs) guns and points and. I and think, air blasters and fun. <laughs> it is. I think it's completely underrated. And, you know, when it first opened, it was like, it really was the slinky dog. You're right. And now it's kind of the forgotten child in the in that park uh, because because the other two came along and they're new. But that is one of the best attractions, I think, anywhere. I, I love it. It's competitive. It's fun. It holds your attention. You you get in that little car and before you know it, it's over. And it's not a short one. Like it's not that it's short. It's just you're so immersed in it so and you're having fun. so much fun that the time just flies by. Yep. And really that is like, that's the ride that people ran to. Like, I don't remember being in a park at park opening where, where people were running. You had to worry about like getting, you know, taken out by a by a, a stroller, stroller or, <laughs> or whatever. And, you know, yeah. shortly after we were escorted, everybody That's was right. escorted to, um, to the ride. It was kind of the first opening. ride that had that, that big craze. craze. Uh, and now it, it almost kind of seems forgotten. Like it breaks my heart. Like that people would pick a fast pass for, um, for, uh, the swirling saucers before they would pick a fast pass. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I think that one is completely underrated for what it is. I think it's fantastic. And I still tell people it's probably one of the best ride, best attractions. And yeah. Yeah. The land, the big land, the world, I should say the world. In Walt Disney world. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty bold statement. Carrie. Slinky dog dash or or not slinky dog dash. I was kidding. (laughs) Midway Mania? You're going to have to edit that one out. My brain's not in it. What's what's going on with your brain today? I don't know. I can't I can't talk because I've thrown this idea. To... It's slinky a good dog idea. Dash. It's a good I, idea. I it's not Slinky Dog Dash. It's Joint Story Mania. Slinky Dog Dash. I'm going to just keep saying that. Slinky Dog Dash? Toy Story Mania. Okay, so we should move on from Toy Story Land. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to give you one of the big ones. Oh, good grief. Tower of Terror. Underrated, overrated, or just right? Well, I think it's just right, but I think that right now with Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land and Mechie and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, which we can't talk about because... We haven't been on the ride to read it. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. Um, that it's um, it's underrated right now because it's like mm-hmm. an afterthought. It's. I would agree with you, I and and I hate that ride, mm-hmm. um, but I would agree with you. I think it's underrated for the theming and the immersive nature of of the attraction and the thrill factor. It's yeah. it, like it's over the top thrilling. And and yet it tells a story, which, you know, I think is, is so important in some of these attractions. And I think right now it's being overlooked. Yeah. So it's underrated, in my opinion. 
Not that I would ever go on it again, but it's underrated. It's excellent. And the rock and roller coaster, Carrie? Sort of the same thing, I suppose. Yeah. I th- I think it's I think it's adequately rated. So I think it's a thrill ride. I think it's a fantastic coaster. I think it's um, too young for me. Uh, now I used to love it. Now I can't get on it. It's just you know that's what happens. Um, but I think, but I think the the popularity is is perfectly matched to the attraction. Right, and I think if we took away those two new lands. That we would say they were at, like, with yes. those lands, we would still say they were adequately rated. Like, we wouldn't say they were overrated or underrated. And, right. and looking at, like, because but, the parks back then, like, they were everything to the, to the like, Muppet 3D is always there. And it's, like, oh absolute gosh. perfection. I wasn't even going to ask you about Muppet 3D. Because <laughs> I know um, <laughs> you're going to say it's underrated and it doesn't get the props it deserves. But, uh, <laughs> but they were every, like, that was what the park was, right? Like, it was where you went for, like, real, real thrills. Yes. Right? Because that's, that's, um... Those were the real thrills. The like adrenaline. the world, there wasn't, a, you know, there wasn't... Yeah. There was thrills, but those were, like, thrills like you might find in other... Like, adrenaline junkies love those rides. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about how Hollywood Studios was, like, a half-park day. Because there there was nothing in it. Like, you could get through it in half a day. And now these two lands have come along. And now all of a sudden, Hollywood Studios is arguably one of the most popular parks right now. It's going to get bumped up on my list back to number... It's getting closer back up to number one, I think. Cause I know. Because it's my favorite park. Yeah. And then it sort of dipped desert. when they started closing stuff and, and replacing attractions. And now it looks like it's coming back up the other side. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, we didn't want to go through all of the attractions, uh, just because, you know, like the shows and stuff like that, we could be here all day. But we did want to talk about, um, like, table service. Because Hollywood Studios is a really funny one for food. I've always been sort of perplexed about the food at this park. And I don't know. I don't know why it's so perplexing to me. I think we have have baggage about the food. The food services at the park. You think so? It's because like emotional baggage. I think the food so service. because <laughs> you know, back in the old days, there like you know wasn't the greatest, and I think that right. it's much better now. Certain quick service, especially, but we still have that. We still are carrying the baggage of of years I, past. I think you could be right. So quick service for sure. Um, I think table is- service. Yeah, quick service. So quick service, I like in Star Wars Land, Toy Story Land. I like the food in there. Uh, I do not like the quick service on that street as you're going up to Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. I think that's just, I don't like it at all. Uh, but the table service, you it's really... It's pretty stable the whole time. Like, it's always, yeah. they've always been there. But they always, so it's hard to get reservations at table service. And I would say the hardest ones, in my opinion, to get reservations for are 50s primetime and, and sci-fi. Now, the question is, are these so popular because they're superior? They're superior in theming, for sure. Yeah. Or is it because, like, for so many years, nobody wanted to touch quick service in the place, so they made a reservation? <laughs> so whenever you were going to Hollywood Studios, you had a you had a table service meal because you didn't want to eat quick service? Are the restaurants just smaller? 
so that they're harder like harder I don't think so like sci-fi is pretty big it's it's and that's the most popular one so that it's hard to it's yeah it's really hard to get that reservation so do you think that's overrated or underrated I actually think it's a bit underrated from a from a theming the food is good um like I think I think people do it just because it's it's toted like the popular one but I think for what it is I think it's a bit underrated hmm. I think it's underrated for um like meaning people think because it's hard to get reservations that's what makes it great I don't think people talk enough about the theming of it and how great it is to sit in those little carts. The only problem I have with that restaurant is I can never read the menu because it's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't eaten there in, in years. And I, I think that people want to go to it because they hear that it's cool because of the theming, not because of the food. I don't think, I think people say I want to go to sci-fi because the food's fantastic. I think they hear everybody say how cool it is. To and, sit in the car and, and, and you watch. Know, you think little kids or big kids, mm-hmm. the idea of being in that experience is... Is, but where um, else are you going to cool. go to a drive-in? Right. Like, there's not a lot of drive-ins left. And I so. find for 50s primetime, like, some people love that theme and the interactiveness, and some people don't like it. And I yeah. find some people don't necessarily love the menu because mm-hmm. it's it's just... A, not that it's n- nothing different crazy about it, but, you know, they might not like the menu, so they choose not to go and you c- explain, like, what it's like with the waiters and the interaction yes. and how mu- how funny it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that it's uh, yeah. popular, but you might have to convince people why that one would be an, an alternate choice. I, um, I always think 50s is overrated. Uh, I love the idea. I love the theming. And quite honestly, I think it would have been different if I'd been there with a whole group. So when I went, it was just my sister and I. So how much fun is that when somebody's yelling at her and it's only me to laugh at it, right? But if it was, I feel like if you were there with a big family, it would be so much fun to have, you know, to see the interaction as a group versus if it's just two of you. I feel like it's a bit overrated if there's just two of you. I've been there a few times and I've been probably with just two people and I think the fun is watching the whole room because you see they might not they may leave you alone or just tease you a little bit but then you watch the room and you get to laugh at what they're doing in the room. What years years ago when my niece was a teenager, we went in a larger group and, and uh the the waiter grabbed my niece's phone and redialed the last number and started <gasps> talking to her but like her best friend Kristen or whatever but on our oh end my gosh. Like, we're Canadian and like he, he talks to he talks to the Kristen for a, a minute or two and my niece is on the hook for like lots of money so she <laughs> almost died <laughs> because he picked up the phone and, and made a long distance call on her cell phone like and this was like back when oh my goodness when long distance on a cell phone was really yeah, expensive and like, it might not even have been an iphone back then it could have been like an okia or something like that i don't know like we're talking quite a while back my niece is in her 30s now and she was a she was a teenager oh so, my goodness um, so yeah they they uh, i'll never forget that's that. Fun. like she turned she yeah it was that's so. funny so the 50s for people listening the 50s are really it's they take you back to the 50s they have the the vinyl linoleum tables and you know the 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 wait staff come in and treat you like you know 
elbows off the table like your family. Tiny eat your peas. Yeah. Yeah, the it's a lot of fun. They scream at each other. They yell into the kitchen like it's their aunt that's cooking or something. Yeah. Well, we have a friend who her husband, like that's her his his must do when they go to Hollywood Studios is he has to go there for the it's the meatloaf I think he gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves that. So, yeah. And if someone says they're a meat and potato type person, like they're really fussy, I send them to Mama Melrose. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I think you can't go wrong with pasta. Yeah, that's true. I think Mama Rel- Melrose is a bit. I think it's overrated. I don't think it's rated at all. I don't. I think it kind of just is tucked away. And it kind of really fall, it falls off the radar. If nobody you can't get a reservation it, right? at the other two. You go to you go to Mama Melrose, or if you've got little kids, you go to Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, it's called right. Yeah, Hollywood and Vine. What about the Brown Derby? I've never been. I've always wanted to go. That's one of the places I've never eaten at. Yeah, I think it's, for me, I think it's a bit overrated, uh, only because it is so, um, like, well, they, you know, they go on about the Cobb salad or whatever. So I've gone and it's a salad. It's a good salad. But for the hype, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's some, some different meals that I should have been eating there uh, that I should try different at the Brown Derby. But the Cobb salad was good. If anybody, but I, I just, I feel like it's a bit overrated uh, as, you know, I quite enjoy sitting at the little bar outside that I like that little spot there, which is good. And what so, about the carrot cake cookie? Should we just round it up? Round it I up think, with that? I think we got to wrap it up with the carrot cake cookie is completely underrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely underrated. So you get that at the, um, the cart, the Starbucks. Yeah, it used to be at the bakery. It used to be at the bakery, and now it's at Starbucks. Who knows where it'll end up? But the carrot cake cookie is completely underrated. And I'm not one. I don't like the idea of fruits or vegetables in my cakes. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you? Is it a cookie? Right? A cookie, a cake, a pie. Like, I don't understand why people put fruits and vegetables and things like that in their, in their, their, their baked items. I don't, I don't get it. But so when people say carrot cake, I was like, yeah, no, like why? But I can tell you that I thought it was the most delicious thing I had had in a long time. Yeah. And I think you might be able to find it in other parts of the world now, which, you know, used to be just a Hollywood studio things. I wouldn't think I wouldn't be surprised if you could find it somewhere else. Maybe that should be our mission. <laughs> when you time. said you could find it in other parts of the world, I'm like, okay, so like around the world, you meant the Walt world. Disney World. Well, Disney, what else? Like, for goodness sakes. I'm thinking, yeah, I, d- I don't want to say the, the land, case. the land, because then I'm going to, you talk about Disneyland all the time. The world. I think you were talking about we should, that could be our investigative yeah. report. Is yes. the carrot cake cookie exclusive to Hollywood Studios? Let's or can do you that. find it elsewhere? On our next trip, Carrie, that is our mission. Find the carrot cake cookie somewhere else. We'll have our we'll have our magnifying glass and then we'll just end up back at the Starbucks at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> it was worth the wait. And we waited in that line for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was well worth the wait. Because we had to wait like However long to get into Galaxy's Edge. Well, yeah, we were waiting. We were there. And that was, was back when they were. In the morning or whatever. <laughs> that was back when they were opening the park before, before opening, and Did you it could open basically up at just. Six? Get, yeah, and you could just get inside, and the only thing that was open was Starbucks. So everybody got inside, did their boarding pass, and then went to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
kind of crazy to think that was a year ago. Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Carrie, this was fun. I think fun. this is, uh, see, <laughs> see, you weren't sure when we got into this, but I think, I think it's fun to talk about whether it's overrated or underrated because it's so subjective to people. And I think when people are planning their trips and they're not sure and, you know, it's always fun to get a different opinion. Yeah. yeah. All right, Carrie. It's been a week of fun. You were binge watching. You can't say you're binge watching shows that are your pixie dust. You need different pixie dust than your binge watching shows. What yeah, was... of course. <laughs> well, because, because you talked about them at the beginning. So now you got to tell us Duh. what brought you joy this week. What was your pixie dust of the week? Well, I received a package from uh, our friend Jamie. Oh, that was going to be mine. And it was sort of like uh, my birthday was at the start of the month and it was mm-hmm. a belated birthday gift. And it was an envelope full of patches. So she had made a custom Pixie Dust fan and Pure Magic Vacations patches. But she also loaded me up with like all kinds of other patches. Like I'm almost like the back of a jacket is re- is ready to be patched up now because of the patches she gave me some disneyland all these disneyland patches that mean a lot to me because she knows well jamie's like your disneyland friend like jamie is your disneyland companion yes you two are perfectly matched for disneyland so the all the patches of the things i love there and she got me las vegas patch because i love las vegas and she got me a cobra kai patch like i know that was awesome. It's so funny. A, 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 a bucket or an envelope full of patches and I squeal over the Cobra Kai one. Oh, and I when was... all the other ones are like, the Disneyland <laughs> ones were awesome. Like there's all one, like every patch, she knows me so well. Every patch is perfect. And then the Cobra Kai one, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, where am I going to put this? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's I, awesome. So that, that brought me so much joy. I was so, it made my, it made my... My month, my quarter, my year end, my my year. I, I just was surprised, and I and I loved every little bit of that. Uh, it was gift. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It was. And she sent me a mat, like a, a cat mask. You know the new, um, the new cat mask they have, the Disney mask. It's got it's black with all the little cats on it. I think it's yeah. the, Dooney, the Dooney purse. All yeah. That. She sent me one of those too. So. Nice. It was a pretty sweet package. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's Very my pixie nice. dust. Ah. What's your well, pixie dust? Well, Jamie sent me some patches too. Of course, yeah. I got I got my pixie dust fan one. But it's funny how well uh, she knows us. And, you know, she sent me an Indiana Jones patch. <laughs> uh, along with my pixie dust fans, a pure magic one, of course. And a Main Street Electrical Parade yes, patch. And, like, that was just so kind of her. And... I like obviously I love my Pixie Dust fan ones too. She sent me a bunch of those patches, but the parade we watched it together in Disneyland that night. It was so it was so special. It was such a great a great time. Um, so thank you, Jamie. We were talking about how we needed to go and buy jean jackets. Like as soon as this is over and we can get into the stores again, we're gonna go buy jean jackets because yeah. this is the beginning of our patch collections. Yes, and I I have a few patches that I've collected uh before a few disneyland ones but i didn't want to like jump into it too crazily because like it's like another thing to collect (laughs) 
<laughs> I know, Carrie. We've got to stop with the collections, man. Like with the Funkles and the and the patches and and the Doonies. Like I, I can't collect anymore. But I guess it's really not a collection if we actually put them on a jacket and wear the jacket. Is it a collecting? I think it's still a collection, isn't it? <laughs> I might need a couple jackets because I have some Muppet. I have some Muppet ones. Oh, you don't want to mix your Muppets with your Cobra so I have to decide, Like, and I understand now. I understand how when Jamie talks about you know how she lays them out and and which should it go on. Like, I've got messages from her where she's like, should this go on my Disneyland jacket or should it go on this jacket? Like, I know. She's got multiple. Jackets. Jamie has got the a Marvel best jacket and, and all that stuff. So I kind of understand now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? I will link in the show notes to the blog that Jamie wrote for me about how um, she brought some Disney to her wedding day. But one of the pictures, it's like my most favorite picture that she has, is her in her wedding dress with her jean jacket on. And it's her jean jacket with all her patches on it. And it's just stunning. Like that she actually, it's its a beautiful picture. So people, you got to go check her out. Um, she always has, but she has multiple jackets and she can never decide which one, which she patch she put on. She orders patches from all over the place. I hope, I know. I hope her husband knows if I'm, if he listens and I'm spilling yeah, the beans. Let- <laughs> <laughs> the patches I think come might- from all around the globe. I'm sure he knows you that they. You might be getting her in trouble. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when she told me, I was like, say what? Yeah. You do where? How much? From what? <laughs> they make patches there? I know. It's kind of crazy. It's amazing the stuff you can find online. Mm-hmm. So yeah. was, it, did, was that your pixie dust? No, you got to well, have your... You can't steal my pixie dust. Oh, nice man. try. Okay, so then my pixie dust would be my Cricut machine. Oh, my you Cricut, crafter. I know. Me, my crafting, puzzling. What, I don't know what's happened to me, but I have my Cricut machine and I've started making some vinyl stuff. And um, I did try, you know, making a t-shirt as well. That didn't kind of work out properly because, you know, I need to read the instructions better. But um, making some of the vinyl, you've been impressed with some of the stuff I've sent you pictures of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's, I, I, it's fun. I like it. And I'm I'm just about to make uh, a car decal and some wall decal. There's going to be stuff everywhere, everywhere. So I love it. It's exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Well, Carrie, this is as always fun to chat with you. And this is our first podcast of 2021. Woo-hoo! So thank you to everyone listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you'd like to support us, the best way that you can do that is tell people about us. Help us get the word out. And if you'd like, you can leave us a rating on your podcast player as well. Thank you again for all of your support. And until next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.